Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic University Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Canton III, and this is the What If Mailbag as we finally put What If in the, in the rearview mirror and move on to some bigger and better things as we get ready for the Eternals, as we get ready for Hawkeye and Spider-Man No Way Home. I do have my buddies, my pals. One of those things is unlike the other. (laughs) Just in our bigger and better uh, listing. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. We're going to get to that. I I, I, I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's some stuff going on, but... It's more of a credit to the other two items than it is a detriment to the one that I'm counting out. Mm -hmm. Fair point. Fair point. And that voice you hear is Jerome Chang, Jumby Lime, Free Black Dragon Roll. Jerome, how you doing, man? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing good. That's excellent. And the super producer, Jake Christie, is in the house with us. Jake, how are you? I'm doing well. Fresh cut straight out of the salon. I was going to um, say. Yeah, like, yeah. This is looking a little crisp out here. Thank I you. See, I thank see you. you. Yes. The funny thing yes. is, because I, you know, I moved a couple months ago and it's the first time in like, I had to go to a Woodrow Barber in my neighborhood. Um, it's always scary. The thing that the, there is the good thing, though, is that. Um, like this, the relationship that white people have to their barbers is not as intense. So it's kind of, I could just walk. So you could just back out if it doesn't I can just walk out. into yeah, a yeah. place and I don't have yeah. to worry, but like it is, it, it is still a little, also because there are, there are a lot of barbershops, particularly in outer boroughs, the NAC, you probably know this, that are like so clearly fronts for Eastern European mobs and you never want to go <laughs> to those. Right. Anyway. Oh man. And so I, I feel like before we get to the mailbag and get to the questions and thank everybody for sending their questions in, uh we have a couple of news items to get to first and foremost so we got news today about hawkeye obviously we knew the premiere date was november 24th and we got another little little mini trailer today and in addition to that there will be two episodes coming out as opposed to the regular one which is a which is nice that means that the series will be ending december 22nd and one kid is christmas yeah right around christmas and I'll, I'll get to some of the details in a second, but just the idea of getting a couple of episodes right before Thanksgiving um, is kind of cool. Jake, I'll pass it to you first. I, you're, in terms of we and we talked about it during the trailer uh, the first time levels of levels of excitement for Hawkeye removing ourselves from what if now? I'm pretty excited for it. One, because I think the six episodes is just like really a good idea for something like that. Um, and I think that having the first two episodes come out, is smart because they think that they want to i think when you put out the first two episodes on the same day you get people more invested in listening not listening in watching every single one because if you want if you're two episodes in you're like well i'm gonna watch the rest of these because i'm already a third into the season you know mm-hmm. um and so i think that I, i'm excited to see that i'm excited to have that before thanksgiving and I, it just seems like it's a fun show tonally and i think that when you're doing something fun there's such a higher margin for margin of error that like, if you like, I think so much of the problem we have with Falcon and Winter Soldier is that it's trying so hard to be serious in a lot of ways and missing. Whereas like if they try to do a fun Hawkeye show and it isn't perfect, that is not offensive, you know, right. to the viewer. <laughs> for sure. Uh, Jerome, we haven't gotten your, we haven't actually got your reactions on here before as far as the generally the Hawkeye trailer. And uh-huh. now after seeing that the uh, your thoughts on the series. Um, yeah, it looks like it's gonna be a fun time. I think anyone knows uh, when it comes to Hawkeye, especially for Marvel fans, uh, the the character Hawkeye isn't exactly going to get people up. So you definitely need to come in with something that feels, you know, probably lighter or just more fun to take in probably something that doesn't require as much of the kind of mental energy that some of our Disney plus uh, shows have required thus far. So I think Everything from what I've seen from the trailers and just what the feel of it is, it feels, you know, I, I think it's right in line. And I, I like the ABC family feel of it all. Um, and then coming in with two episodes off the top, I think, yeah, it's a smart move. I think it'd be interesting um, just knowing Marvel and knowing the way they're very invested in their storytelling. Obviously, there are uh, logical reasons that Jake laid out, but will there be kind of storyline reasons why we should see two episodes kind of back to back sooner rather than having them separated. So it'll be interesting to see how that goes. Well, I think, I think the thing for me that's also interesting is one of these episodes is going to occur a couple of days before Spider-Man no way home. And not to say that the series and the movie have a 
a like concrete connection, but I think the idea of when, because I think it's the fifth episode that will be airing before Spider-Man No Way Home, and that is the alleged uh, return of one Vincent D'Onofrio as Wilson Fisk in episode oh, five. Wow. So, okay. so that that that's gonna be that's interesting on its own. Yeah, we know that the whole Echo scenario and what what that's gonna be like. So, I mean, generally, just knowing some of the details of the show and what it's going to look like, I think it's going to be really fun. And I think it's just going to introduce a new side of the MCU that they're they're kind of going to lay out for us. So that should be fascinating for sure. Now, another news item, and this one may be causing a, a, a bit of an issue for us viewers. The IATSE union allegedly will be on strike as of Monday. As of this oh. this upcoming Monday, yeah. Uh, so, or I think it, it's either tomorrow or the following week if they don't come to a deal. I think Obviously, it's I think it's for the next week, and it's almost certainly going to happen. Um, yeah. So, like, like, if that's the case, just for example, the Mandalorian uh, Secret Invasion, which literally just started uh, production, and uh, the Last of Us are just another example of those types of shows are going to be on pause for a little bit. So we might get some delays in terms of when we get those shows. And that actually is a big deal. I think the only thing that I'll say about it concretely is that obviously with everything that's been going on over the past couple of years, it would be good to at least make sure that everybody's not only safe, but properly compensated for the hard work that everybody does to get these shows out. Totally. It's, it's so shitty to not, obviously it's a good job, but like some of the conditions that people work on television shows, they're working like 16, 18 hour days without like question. And like, that's just part of the job. And like, I think they get some overtime, but not really, not nearly as much as like a regular job would give you for that work much overtime. It's just like a really, really, um, because also the thing too is that um studios are making you know before the pandemic and even now they're getting back like making such high profits with the with television and stuff mm-hmm. and the fact that there really hasn't been anything reflected in the way that the crew is compensated is really fucked up and so honestly i'm more than happy to take some delays on stuff if it's sure. that entirely um, and, and the thing too is also you know that it's like open and shut thing because like it's not even like like it's really just the studios the studios are really the only ones who are against it like actors and writers because the money's not coming out of their pockets you know i mean right. that's obviously what they, the studios always say that it's like well then these people make less money it's like no you'll just make less profit that's why you're lying um so yeah just um you know i hope they get it settled soon um but you know whatever they got to do uh you know um i stand with them i'm not gonna cross the picket line not not that i know what that would look <laughs> like though i don't know how you cross the picket line for the production union but <laughs> Listen, you being part of a producing union your own Marvel content yeah. in that case. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, of course, you're a union man. Yeah, yeah. So like, unions got to get our labor unions back up in this country, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Absolutely. That's why I'm running for governor now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> governor Jake Christie. I like the ring to that. Oh, man. I would love to see a Jake Christie campaign. What would that look like? Oh, my God. The bad tweets that they would dig up. It's like, why did you tweet this dumb joke in 2013? um it would be a problem <laughs> oh my goodness all right on to on to some more interesting news so we got confirmation from james gunn earlier this week that we finally have an adam warlock will poulter has been cast uh i will immediately throw this to jake because you are the the actor uh overseer of these things so what do you think um he's a great actor i remember when they were talking about like a zach efron type I was really scared because Zach Efron is a beautiful man, but he's not, you know, super talented. <laughs> um, and uh, so, like, I'm I'm interested to see how they style him and stuff because I know the whole point of Adam Warlock he's supposed to be perfect. And Will Poulter is not isn't by any means not like you know ugly, but he's not Zach Efron, obviously. Yeah. Um, right. And so I'm interested because the thing that I was thinking about is like for casting Aisha, who's supposed to be perfect, they nailed it. They cast. Elizabeth Debicki, who was, you know, a 6'2", gorgeous model, you know, not right, actually not even a model, but, um, so I'm interested to see how they do this with Adam Warlock, but I think having an actor who's good is so much more important than having someone who, like, perfectly fits a comic description always, 10 times out of 10. Oh, for sure. How about you, Jerome? Um, I'm not too familiar with his work, but, yeah, echoing a lot of the same thoughts, uh, knowing what Adam Warlock is going to be and, uh, who is cast, it will be interesting what to see what they do with the character in terms of 
just obviously like visually it's not going to be the same immediately as what we see in the comics and beyond that i mean it, it's i don't know it's so simplistic to say but like who questions marvel casting at this point yeah mm -hmm. a, yeah you really can't i think the one thing for me and you mentioned the comic book aspect of things i know james gunn likes to put a little bit of a comedic twist on stuff so for this specifically, I'm curious to see the reaction of viewers when they do see this uh, situation take place. And also, um, in addition to that, with James Gunn talking about the Guardians 3 film, there was a write-up, um, I think, I can't remember if it was, um, it was one of those trades, not, not one of the more popular ones, but they wrote a little bit of a blog and basically the one of the items was, oh, this particular character in Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 will die. And at least one of them will die or whatever. And James Gunn confirmed. Confirmed, right, yeah. So that um, speculation. Right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, like, just because you opened up the James Gunn conversation of it all, uh, since the first, like, this is probably something that is more of a conversation when we go into the movie itself or, like, some sort of preview, but just maybe a general thought. Since the first Guardians, um, and then like going across, you know, Guardians 2, uh, of course, there's Suicide Squad, and I'm, I'll be honest, I'm not familiar with anything else in between. How are you feeling about James Gunn at the helm of Guardian, like Guardians 3? I, I think there's no other person to do it, but um, I would get, he has just such a distinctive style to it. And yeah. I think what we found, at least across, like from Guardians to Guardians 2, is there might have been a level of, I don't know if it's fatigue or just like not really feeling the approach there. Uh, how are you feeling about him taking on three? I think he's going to send this off the way that he wants to, and he's going to send it off with a bang. So however that transition goes, because I do feel like there's going to be a, a sort of a, a shift in a brand new team per se. And the team's going to kind of evolve a little bit after this one way or another. Okay. So my expectation is he's going to do the damnedest that he can to to kind of not necessarily, I would say, shock value per se, but more so that the story and everything, the familial aspect and kind of focusing on that that group and whatever potential heartbreak will uh, will hit them, because as Guardians one had with the Groot situation and mm -hmm. and Yondu and Guardians two it does feel like this one will be one that will obviously any fan of guardians of the galaxy will probably feel whatever the death is here. How about you, Jake? Yeah, I'm excited. Cause I think, I think the suicide squad is great. I love them. Right. Oh yeah. You can hear me talk about it on the Patreon, but I, and I think that he also has such carte blanche with Marvel. I think of every director basically, he probably, I would say that him and Taika have the most freedom. Not that, you know, most directors say that they have plenty. Of I mean, it, well, I, I mean, I, I, if anything, it's going to be the case because they're really like the two most notable, like as in when you associate. They're like, known quantities. Director, known yeah, quantities. Exactly. Like the only other, like Adam McKay with Ant. Wait, no, no he, was just right. he was just Reed writing. Yeah, exactly. Peyton oh, Peyton Reed. Uh, Peyton Reed. Uh, yeah, That's right. I, which shouts to Peyton Reed. Uh, big fan of. Uh, I just love, just quick say, I love the fact that he. Uh, has made movies that people like a lot after I remember when he got, when they replaced Edgar Wright with him, it's like, Oh, the guy who did bring it on. Anyway, even right. though obviously the Edgar Wright version would be, be different, but I do think it's funny mm. that he made movies that are good. Anyway. But yeah, exactly. That, uh, point. that James Gunn, I think because guardians, the first guardians was such an out of nowhere success and it was so clearly beloved for the things that James Gunn brought to it. I think that he can do basically whatever he wants with this story. And so when you have that, that always is exciting for me, no matter what, who the filmmaker is. It doesn't always work, but it's much more exciting than the alternative. So you you mentioned Jake Peyton Reed, and I wasn't even going to mention this, but it caught my eye yesterday as uh, Jonathan Majors was doing a little bit of an interview and they asked him about Ant-Man uh, and the Wasp quantum mania. And I think one of the things that Paul Rudd said in an interview that he did, he said Jonathan Majors once again blew everybody away. And like I said yesterday on Twitter, I was like, yo, I think this dude is coming for the title belt and MCU characters. Um, but I, I don't just, think it, like, was anyone really surprised? Like, even before his performance in Loki, I don't think any of us were going to be like, Jonathan Majors is not going to bring it. Oh, I mean, is bring it, but yeah. like surpassing your expectations. Because I knew he was going to mm. be good. But when you're talking about yeah. what Hiddleston and DiMartino were doing to that point, 
and you forgot about them when he was up there. So like that's the, the, that's it's really like, what it's like everyone knows when you go to a basketball game that LeBron James is going to bring it. But there's a difference between that and what he did against the Celtics in like 2012. Sure, I mean? sure, sure. Like the, like that is I think the big that he brought brought it at a level that was insane. But yeah, I think that. Whenever an actor says like something like that about another actor, it's nice to hear. Obviously, they would never say the alternative, so there's no you actually. Sure, sure, himself. yeah, yeah. But I do think the AC is right, and I think that they're positioning him as such. Yes, that he has the opportunity to do, to grab that title, and I'm just so excited to see what he and, does and in Mania. True, I mean the the truth is too, they need him to be that good. Yeah, like a, like a lot of everything that they're building toward in the next phase really lives or kind of like dies is um like that that's dramatic but it really does depend on the strength of his performance and character yeah, yeah that's josh true. brolin wasn't so good in the tiny bits of being fanos before we saw him majorly and like if it was that wasn't so compelling then they wouldn't have had infinity war and game would not have been as big of a deal because you, right. you need the big bad to be big and bad yeah it also kind of reminds me and i know you mentioned the lebron james uh comparison but it kind of reminds me what i was seeing with Giannis in that preseason game last night where the jumper looks so fluid and, oh, he's just pulling up from three and there's no hitch in his shot now. Like, oh, my goodness gracious, what are we about to get with this guy? So it's, so I'm just excited to see what Majors has to bring in, how many iterations of his character that we're going to see. is going to be really fascinating. So finally, before we get to the mailbag, I do have a couple, a couple quickies. So this is more of the rumor mill aspect, but there's a couple of shows that are supposed to be in development. And I have a pretty high confidence that they're going to follow through because these are popular characters. One, Monica Rambeau. uh, We Mm -hmm. know what uh, Tiana Paris did in WandaVision and what she's, you know, potentially going to do in the Marvels. And also uh, Menger Zhang playing Jai Ling in Shang-Chi. So we, we might have a Legend of the Ten of the Ten Rings uh, group series with her as the star. I think those are great choices in terms of series. I think you can do a lot of good storytelling with both of those two characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerome, I'll throw it to you. What do you think? Um, yeah, yeah. No, those are both clear choices. If you're going to do kind of spinoffs or thing like just deeper dive uh, shows, you want to. Uh, I think especially with Monica Rambeau and... You know, shout out uh, our dear friend, uh, Stephanie Williams. You know, you kind of felt that Monica was uh, sold a bit short. And I understand that there's the promise of her coming back in the Marvels and things like that. But I think, you know, really doing right by her is giving her a proper show to really focus on her character. So I think uh, to that end, um, I'm really excited that they're doing that. And like you said, with Tiona Paris uh, at the helm of it, we were all such a fan of her uh of her um, depiction of the character. So I think, yeah, it, it's a sure thing. Absolutely. Jake, how about you? Um, Kevin Feige, uh, you're going to need S- Stephanie Williams in that writer's room for the Monica Rambeau show. Um, yeah. So you can DM any of us. We'll send you over her number information. Yeah. I don't think she'd mind. She's probably um, the, like, e- like the most accessible. Oh, I get like depending on her status, but like, they, yeah, she has the biggest following. Like, yeah. I, of all but of seriously combined. though, yeah. like, that is something that I think should, you know, I joke a lot about how I want to be involved in something, but like that really needs to happen. I, and and Without it actually would not, it would not surprise me if it did either. Uh, well, but, listen, yeah. I'll say, I'll say this about Steph real quick. And she already knows this, like she is coming for all of this. So, right. So it, it, one way or another, one of these things are going to happen. So Marvel, if you're listening, please do, please do get her involved. Cause one way or another, she's going to be there eventually. So yeah. and then good. the yeah. the ten ring show I think is dope and I yes. have an idea. I really think that they sh- if they're gonna do that they need, I think they need to lean into like a very genre heavy show like make it like an Asian crime movie almost I think in a way to and, and like really use that lean into those things because I think that something that we've discussed is that the way that these shows can be interesting still is if they play because they can play with genre even more than the movies can um because they don't need to be selling out multiplexes on the opening night. So, like, I think that if they can find a strong genre, and that's the thing with the Monica Rambeau show, too, I don't, I obviously want to do the Monica Rambeau show, but I don't want them to do the Monica Rambeau show that without, like, a clear angle of what it is, you know? Like, I, I want them to pick a very clear story and, 
Because I think that honestly, that also was another problem with the Falcon and Winter Soldier, where it felt like, okay, we need to have a show with the Falcon and Winter Soldier. Let's mm-hmm. come up with the story. Um, I wanted them to have a clear angle with both of them. And I think they will. And I, they're both beloved characters. Um, and like, and even if they're not, like they can, they made WandaVision and Loki great. And those, I mean, Loki was beloved. But so I, it's just, it's once again, like one of those things where they hit so often, it's like, I just, I have faith in them until I don't anymore. It's going to be really fascinating to see. So now let us go to our mailbag and look at some of the questions that people had for us. Greatly appreciated, as always, from the people who listen to this show and support the Patreon. Many thanks. So we'll start with this one from our pal Spider Swars. If you could each have one DC character in the MCU, who would you choose and why? Jake, I'll go with you first. I think that vibes wise, uh, I think, I think it'll be fun. Like Batman, for example, just I don't think vibes with no, the yeah, is the big problem. Superman, I think, is too overpowered. So this is crazy. But I think in terms of like a power set of who I think would be most welcome, bring in Aquaman, bring in Jason Momoa's right. Aquaman. I think he would vibe. I think his vibe works better with the MCU than it does the DCU anyway. Um, <laughs> but I think that'd be a lot of fun. And uh, cause I feel like obviously they're going to have Nemo and Black Panther too, it seems like, but really is no water stuff. And you know, 75% of the earth is covered with water, you know? So there you go. All right, Jerome, how about you? I think because of the way their character has been, their kind of arc has uh, played out in DC movies thus far. Uh, I think one interesting take would be in her continuing independence and emancipation, pull Harley Quinn entirely out of DC and bring her to Marvel just oh, to boy. mix things Shaking up Shaking things up. Yeah, because that's like the one thing that uh, at least like when I'm thinking about different characters in DC is just, you know, when you, especially when you bring on iconic ones, you in theory need to bring their entire kind of history with them. Whereas at least the way the Harley Quinn character goes, those characters can live in history without having an existing story. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. I think that's fair. I think that's fair for me. I'm probably going to go with Shazam. Uh, I thought Shazam had the most lighthearted vibe of any. It was the most Marvel-y of DC. It really was. I mean, (laughs) you, you recall what Shazam's original name was. Um, oh yeah captain marvel right 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 so like that that on its own is an interesting connection and i also just think like you could kind of pair him with almost anybody and you could have a good you time. have to put him in the marvels then yeah that, oh yeah yeah that's actually pretty yeah that's actually perfect yeah mm-hmm. i w- wouldn't mind that at all great question uh spider swars um i just wanted to get this one right off the bat because of course Springthorpe has to you know he got to bring it he, he just got to mm-hmm. bring it so um, we have a, we have a fuck Mary kill situation. So mm-hmm. let's see. Oh, there's, a, there's a list here. I'm gonna try and not go too crazy because he's yeah, he gave he, he gave too many. He, he had he a, did he the had most. A too many, and he had a couple right. risque ones where it's just like yeah. Right, I think, chill, and I think it's one of those things where it's like you have to. Unfortunately, with him, you gotta tolerate that when he goes over the line because you got it because the stuff that approaches the line is good. So you gotta be like, <laughs> okay, fine. So but we need I, like basically a Sokovia Accord of sorts for yes, correct. Okay, correct. <laughs> yes, of course. So I want to go with the because actually I think the first one is just Chef's kiss, Chef's kiss fingers. I, I for the record, I'm mine is gonna be more of a hug, like Mary kill situation. <laughs> for the record, mine is not. <laughs> right, right, right. Okay. So we have one John Walker, mm-hmm. another Tyler Hayward, and also mm-hmm. what if Killmonger. Oh, this is horrible. Um, <laughs> what, oh, what if Killmonger? Right, right, right. Got it. Um, <laughs> that is um, fascinating, isn't it? I, I think. Uh, go ahead, Jake. I think you marry Tyler Hayward. He's got a stable job in upper management. You know. I think so. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like he bring a lot of drama. Oh, also, life. the thing with Tyler Hayward is does not ex- like does not um create any strong enough emotion to go either fuck or kill. Yeah. yeah exactly yeah i feel like you'll Such be a, a middle marriage pack. unhappy yeah. marriage is um, going there i think that you fuck john walker because he has like enhancements and i think that that would be the cool thing to say that you uh know. power of the black panther oh right fair but i can't spend one minute with killmonger what if i can't i, I can't <laughs> i mean um i i so i i'm this I'm I'm the same with Tyler Hayward. Although I would like to place Killmonger there just for like our wedding vows to include one more just beautiful Wakanda forever. Uh, but 
Wahoo! Uh, <laughs> wahoo! Right. Um, but yeah, I think uh, the the fuck is Killmonger uh, kill John Walker, and uh, and I guess maybe I'll kill Tyler and just like just go like into a really rocky relationship. You know, I'm, I'm marrying John Walker. No, shut let's, up! Let's, wow, let's just fuck wow. it up. Let's fuck it up. All right. Um. Yeah, I'm I'm killing John Walker. I'm marrying. He like, uh, also has like one of the most stable relationships in Marvel. It seems like he has a girlfriend who's that is true. Actually. Yeah. She's stuck by him. That's actually yeah. a good point, but yeah. I will say, make sure you have plan your wedding. You can't be for January 6th. Cause he has an anniversary that day. So. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, and I'm, I'm killing job Walker because listen, I just got to, uh, Tyler yeah. Hayward, unhappy marriage. Why not Killmonger? Let's go out it for a few rounds. How about that? Mm-hmm. All right. And, uh, okay. So, I'm going to actually do three By a waterfall, maybe? Something like that? Yeah, you know. Oh, Wakanda. wow. That, that's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah. yeah or while that? we watch the sunset in Wakanda, as he always wanted to see. Uh, or sunrise. Was sunrise? Yeah, yeah. The, what, it's, listen, that, that ain't too... Yeah, yeah, that's a nice sunrise. So Killmonger and I are fucking all night and then watching the sunrise uh, in Wakanda, mm-hmm. just holding each other. Yeah. Yeah, and then he starts that's like talking and then you're like i gotta go <laughs> 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 so the second one i'm gonna do three of these uh mm-hmm. hella captain carter and val uh that Ooh, is quite the trio that's... okay this actually wasn't hard for me at all okay go uh, for it fuck hella i mean come on uh this okay. is like duh. Yeah, yeah uh mary captain carter okay um and uh then kill val no disrespect to val um she just has no superpowers and um you know just it's just kind of the process of the nation i'm gonna i'm gonna do the same and knock off uh carter like just can we not have people just obsess over the carters in general (laughs) at this point (laughs) because everyone's taking a shot at the carters and just like also the Steve Rogers of it all, right? Just like that being in the way. But yeah, yeah she's um, yeah, she a little obsessed with him. Though I will have to say, you know, Captain Carter could definitely wreck me anytime. So like, <laughs> even though as much, as much I would, and, and this is no disrespect to Hella, no disrespect at all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It would be, it would be like, I would probably have to kill Hella. If you are opposed to killing, actually, you choose Hella because you there's no way you're actually killing Hella. That's fair, fair point. I, yeah, but the thing is that, like, you know, I just the the energy that she has is just so I I just can't even like. There's no appropriate. Also, way to say do you want like okay? Here, here's a question, just like in terms of long term, like, would you rather manage Shield that is being infiltrated through time or rule Asgard with with uh, Val? That's a good. Damn. Damn you. Drew. The thing is that I smart. The reason I went yeah. with fuck as opposed to marry for Hella is because. Oh, yeah, that's why I, I, I like just doing the like the marry mm-hmm. kill oh. in your situation, Jake, just because like you're choosing to kill off like the chance to rule Asgard in place of like, you know, running a government security agency. Well, OK, OK, well, hold on. This is the thing about Captain Carter. So, like, I feel like, yeah, you could have you could have amazing sex with Hella. But the only problem is, like, you could get, like, really, really hurt. Like, really hurt. And she may actually, like, hurt you to the degree yeah, that, that you might true. not be able to do anything. You literally can be impaled. It, that, right. This is true. Exactly. So Captain Carter might be a situation where, yeah, she may rough you up a little bit. But it's more mm-hmm. like of a romantic kind of. Oh, right. Because this is a Captain Carter situation, not a Peggy. Car- okay, okay. Yeah. The thing is, I mean, ultimately, like. You're absolutely well, listen, Peggy Carter, my that response, goes without saying. My response <laughs> yeah. is, my response, of course, is I'll take my chances. But, sure, sure, sure. And, um, <laughs> but the thing with Captain Carter specifically, though, is just like, there's just something, you know, I, if a gigantic, like, strong British lady wants to hold me uh, sure. at any time for, like, that just, yeah, sure. I but, mean, like, know, when when I come on the next pod and you find me with an eye patch, you know what my choice was. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, you're damn right. <laughs> well said. Oh my gosh. Okay. And finally, and finally, out of all these, and thank you, Springthorpe, again for these wonderful, yes. wonderful submissions. Um, Xiling, Yelena, and Sarah Wilson. Quite the eclectic trio there. Wait, who's Sarah Wilson? Uh Sam's Sam's sister. Oh, Sarah. Okay. Well, th- I guess the fact that I didn't even remember who she was, unfortunately, you are dead to me. <laughs> Oh, damn. Oh, yeah, I think black. I'm probably going like, to oh. do that, too. I'm probably going to fuck Shiling 
marry Elena because she's very funny. Yeah, um, I think we're on. I, yeah. Hmm. What? Because like the Ten Rings. No, I'm going to go marry that way. Because the thing is, like, I, yeah. in, in the abstract, it's fun to be like, oh, I could run a big, like, crime syndicate. But in the reality, like, you're going to be like... But you're also, like, on the run with Yelena, just, like, constantly just, like, Fair. living in obscurity. That's or, true. I it's but, tough. Like, uh, the, thing, the thing, too, about uh, Jailene is she seems like a tough hang. Like, she has a lot of yes, emotional I stars agree. that I don't want to deal in with. In terms <laughs> of family values, Yelena seems more pro-family values based yes. on how and Yes, so that's wrong a good with, point. Nothing wrong with Sarah. It's just that, like, I, do, there's, I just don't, I don't need to be a stepfather with two kids. I, I don't need that. <laughs> sure, 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 sure. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, there's uh, that, that situation, too, entirely. It's just complicated. Like, putting Sarah in that mix is really comp, And you're fighting the Bucky of it all. Ex- exactly, yeah. Oh, God damn it. And oh. also, I don't want my brother-in-law to be Sam Wilson. He's got to be the shittiest brother-in-law in the world. <laughs> yeah. Like, any and favorite folks are like, hey, don't do anything bad to my sister. It's like, but, but, but this way. what the hell's wrong with you, man? Thanksgiving table with all those speeches that we're going to get while we talk <laughs> through the world's news. Mm-hmm. No thanks. He's like, hey, Sam, can you pass me a Pepsi? Um, anyway. <clears throat> well, okay, so here's, all right, here's my thing with All right, me. where do you stand, AC? Uh, all right. Uh, I I just have to stand with, stand with any beautiful Ebony Queens. Um, mm-hmm. So, sure. like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm going to marry Sarah. Um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm a fuck you, Lena. Uh, and uh, yeah, unfortunately, Jailene, you got to go. And it's not no All offense right. to you, but it's just just the choice. That's obviously the that's the thing about this game, which I you know you have to kill someone. It's kind of the way it is. Uh, yeah, it is. Uh, but it is always a great game. I mean, um, you took down an entire crime syndicate by that choice. So I guess like good on you. Yeah, <laughs> definitely true. Um, I just realized I am making those two kids orphans, which I really don't want to do. But I also mm. don't want to be a stepfather, like I mentioned. Um, right. So I don't know. Anyway, it's I'm not going to want too many morality responsibilities. The morality of the game is not. I, I, why did I just imagine like for any of like AC's like fuck choices, he always shows up to the hotel room with just the bowler hat. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> and it's not on his head. Um, uh, so yep, moving on to yep, the next question. Yep. yep wow. Yep, yep. Wow. Okay. Um. Next from uh Montel, who the fuck is Montel? And shout out to Montel for winning the t-shirt uh, for the what oh, yeah, pitch. congratulations, buddy. Shout out to you, brother. Yep, I sent that out uh yesterday, so uh you should get in a couple weeks. Awesome. And and he has a couple of questions, so we'll start with this one. Given that the MCU is willing to dive into the deep end in storytelling, who is one character you hope to see or would surprise you to see in Far From Home or even Doctor Strange too? Oh, actually, my answer is because we were talking about. I think Yelena would be great in either of those movies. Mm -hmm. I feel like she's the type of character that she has. She can be the lead of something, but also is fine not taking up that much space because she is like five foot one. But um, no, but I think that that vibe, and I want to. I just want to see as more of her as soon as possible. Um, So that's my gut answer. Okay, I like that. Um. On the Spider-Man front, just because I don't imagine the actor is going to be involved at all, but it is an imperative character, uh, Harry Osborn. Yeah, an introduction to the Osborns would be interesting. Because, like, I, I, I mean, we're going to get Norm. We know that. Mm. And then Norm implies there's a Harry somewhere. But how that works or who it's going to be, that'd be interesting. Um, generally, in terms of characters... Uh, it would be interesting to see Sandman return and see if he like gained a personality across the universes. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it's it's such a wide. I mean, like surprising things is like if they somehow get to Fantastic Four this soon. Right, right, right. If if there's like a little bit of a connection there, for sure. Mm-hmm. I, um, I think for for and I'll I'll kind of go both for Doctor Strange. It's still hard for me to believe that did this rumor that uh that uh, that Xavier's in this film. Like it's kind of like for uh, see that was the name I was going to float like Professor Xavier shows up in one form or another but like I I didn't know that was even a rumor. That would be pretty yeah. wild. Yeah. Yeah. And just I, yeah. The, the even like having the idea of it is kind of like yo they're really going for it here. Uh, right. In, well in I I think of- the one thing 
that we just have to kind of like always keep in mind is even if these characters are not introduced in movies yet at this point they probably already exist in this universe we just haven't met them mm-hmm. like there's not some sort of like they're suddenly coming into existence like in the universe like they're there it's just they don't exist they don't exist just because like they're thought of exactly i think for for spider-man i i think for me like a a nod to another one in the rogues gallery like hammerhead hobgoblin the jackal like a couple of those those people would just like if they just yeah if we saw like an introduction to them like towards oh, the end and of the Paul film. Giamatti comes back. Oh my right. god, isn't he coming back? Isn't he? Coming, no, I, he I don't know. That's an that's an allegedly. That's that's a very oh allegedly like That'd so. be incredible. Honestly, there's truly no one who like I really want to know how many actors I recognize in Spider Man. Uh, uh, no way home because like my record for any movie is Endgame, which I think was like fifty four or something like that. Sure. Um, but like Spider Man could easily get into like the thirties, which is really impressive. Um, yeah, it's so loaded. Like it's it's an interesting question because like at least on the Spider Man front, we're almost led to believe that anything is possible. Mm-hmm. So for us to like pick a character that like it, we would have to be just completely we'd have to go field. completely yeah. off the board because the yeah, board you, is you, just you, like so populated. Like I, you'd have to pick a character that's like not in Marvel. like we're sitting here like Venom's gonna show up at this point. Right? Yeah, no. Like truly, like the 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 answer, the correct answer is like, well, the only thing that would be really surprising is that, like if fucking Yoda showed up. <laughs> right, right, yeah, like <laughs> like a DC like, character of our choice. Like, we yeah, like, far, and, and, like and, and yeah. like if if you put a if someone told me, yeah, there's like a tiny gag, or when they show off the universes, one of them is the universe that Star Wars takes place in, that wouldn't surprise me. So there's really nothing, there's nothing on the board, uh, like, you know, that is completely out of left field. Like, I actually would say the, the thing what surprised me the most. I guess was, the only other name, mm-hmm. which again is just speaking to the absurd, is Robert Downey Jr. comes back. Oh, yeah. my uh, God. It, yeah, it's just yeah. like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. Good question, Montel. We'll go to your other one. You're now suddenly the watcher. What's one moment that you could watch on repeat forever without interfering? Now, for context, this can be MCU related or this could be your own personal life related. It's up to you. Oh, so if you guys have any have anything, go ahead. I mean, I feel like because you have all the angles, you know, like you can see things from all different. I feel like the big Avengers fight in Endgame would be dope to like break down a bunch like you, cause you could just follow one character the whole time. Um, yeah. That's for my own show. life. Uh, I don't know. Like there's some happy time, but I feel like, so you kinda... know what the problem is like, this is not the same kind of question as like, if you go back in time to a point and relive it, you can only watch it. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. yeah. You can watch on repeat forever without interfering. Hmm. Um, you know, if I could go back to when I watched Johan Santana throw no hitter, maybe, but no, uh, <laughs> uh, let's go Mets. But, uh, no, there's really not anything that comes from my own life that I would think about. And ultimately there's, there's kind of like, I don't know if there's anything even in the MCU that I would want to watch forever just because. Like, yeah. Over and over again. Yeah. I'm, I'm not a big rewatcher. Um, so I, I, I think that I, I would just kind of hate being the watcher, um, you know. I'm yeah, actually less of a rewatcher that, than I was before, for sure. <laughs> um, like in terms of moments, yeah. So like Endgame fight for sure. A Civil War airport fight would be cool mm-hmm. too. Um, and then I'm kind of like looking at like Ragnarok Hulk versus Thor as kind of like a fun moment. But just generally speaking, like to Jake's point, like over and over, it's it's almost like it's less a choice, more of a punishment that you have to Correct. be stuck in that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I'd say MCU moment. This is actually a little bit of a a little bit of a surprise for me because I wouldn't have thought this initially. But I'd say in Ragnarok, when uh, when when Thor does his uh, little jump down and and uh, with the thunder and just comes mm-hmm. through with the God of Thunderness, that was like that's a right, seminal right, right. moment in the MCU. That more than Infinity War. For some reason, the Infinity War one was more like. Oh yay! The Ragnarok okay, okay, one was okay. just really fucking cool. I mean, the the music drop definitely helped. Yeah, that for sure. Yeah. So like, maybe that one for me, life wise. Oh, they, I feel like that one's easy. Birth of the birth of my son. Like, okay, I, I, I you, th- that type of thing you just never forget. Like the yeah, emotional that's why I don't have it. anything in my life. Being yeah. unmarried and childless. There's those are the two things people always talk about. Yeah, it would be an interesting thing of like. 
if you ask the question of like if we can break our oath as the watcher like change a point like that might be interesting or like just like interfere with a scene in our lives that might be something um but like kind of to jake's point it'd be just like a series of just like i would have like probably taught to that girl that i was too sheepish to talk to or something like mm -hmm. oh, yeah. going back to toby mcguire <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, that too. Yeah, 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 yeah. I wouldn't just like watch their school plays from the crowd. From that, or, <laughs> I don't even know. Um, but yeah, uh, it like I mean, it would be some probably like some cool sports moment. Uh, there was like a number of them from, you know, uh, obviously the Raptors championship run that was fun. Uh, even like some of the TFC stuff that I've been through would have been great, but. Yeah, generally speaking, uh, like to do it over and over again would be hard to say. I don't know. Yeah, Actually, always, you know, it's not my life, yeah. but I could watch you reacting to Drake yelling in Jurassic Park forever. No, well, I mean, like Twitter <laughs> just keeps on posting it, so don't you don't need to be a watch for that. <laughs> <laughs> only, um, only sports moment I would say is probably Yankees winning '96. Uh, because I okay. remember, I remember being, I remember my dad bringing champagne out after they won. And um, just kind of like the feeling, because I think that was the first, yeah, that was the first uh, championship that any of the teams that I rooted for won. So, yeah, you know, it's a, it's, I want sports, well, I'm trying to think as a Mets Maybe Jets like a big fan, concert, that what? might be thing, like a music festival or oh, a concert. You know, I could go back when yeah. I saw Radiohead live, they played like 28 songs, which was right. <laughs> on like a Wednesday night. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but yeah, with sports being a Mets, Jets, and Knicks fan, there's nothing, nothing, uh, nothing I really want to go back to that much. No, no right, just yeah. a lot of pain. <laughs> a lot of pain for sure. Um, I didn't realize, but Montel did have an additional question that he asked a long time ago, like when this okay. was announced. This is a makeup question here. This is a, this is a, yeah, this is a makeup question. In a post apocalyptic Ultron universe, where the only way to protect yourself is blaring Taylor Swift. How long do you last before you let Ultron kill you? I'm, I'm not that, I'm not in any way anti-Taylor Swift. So I think yeah, I'm just going to survive well, just fine. Fan, yeah, I don't, I just, there's, there's very like, few Is there a specific Taylor Swift song that we have to play to that like, because otherwise I might just be rolling through 1989 the whole time. I'd be yeah, okay. she has some, she has a lot of hits. So it's she got some bops. Like, I got, yeah. I got to admit, I feel like I would, I'll be all right. Like, I don't, I feel like, her shtick is annoying, but her yeah, music sure, is sure. not. So, yeah. like, and I also would argue that her yeah. shtick has gotten a lot less annoying as years have gone on. Even so, yeah. it's like, so and it's she like, and she looks yeah. like kinder with time with all like her various like adversaries too. Yeah, but, and like the thing is, like I say, and there's very there's not much music at all that I find actually I'm, hard to. I'm, I'm trying to like think of like what is a song that would actually get me but i don't really know yeah like if i had to listen to like skrillex that would be a problem but like outside of that <laughs> you don't need to listen to skrillex it's just a bunch of ultrons flying at you oh that is a good point yeah. actually there's not to think about that by the way because there was a study that was done that it the scientists played skrillex like in like a conclusion about a wasp or whatever and it slowed down their breeding like they bred like 50% less. So bugs don't like to have sex when Skrillex is on. Same for, same for uh, straight adult males, but yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so moving on to the next question, uh, Iceman Timbo on Twitter asked, do you really think we're getting any of these characters? I thought that there? was the question for a second. I was like, what about Iceman from the X? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would have been something, right? Sorry, you, what's the question? You really think we're getting any of these characters from what if in any uh in a movie anytime on the current slate or known future projects like blade fantastic four x-men deadpool cap four i mean this one's this one's an easy one dr strange is supposed to have captain carter in it allegedly right. the ultron some of the ultrons are in it uh mm -hmm. there's a lot of intersection with this basically uh, in film. a in a movie slate that includes multiverse and madness and no way home like mm -hmm. Anything is possible. Yeah. Supreme Strange and Doctor Strange. Right. Yeah, it's the, the we're actually. I'm going to call them the uh, the Kevin Garnett movies. The Anything is Possible. Right. No of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> exactly that. And and finally, rounding us out, Spider Sports has another one. And this question is top five DC films of all time. I made this list already, so I, I uh, DC as in DC like no DC well every DC movie ever every DC oh. movie ever so we could go back Superman like and including the... DC okay 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 so my answers and no because just you can think Jerome because I played this already number sure. one uh, the Dark Knight 
which is yeah. cheesy but true. Number yeah. two, Constantine, which you'll hear more about. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that movie a lot. Number Thank three, you. honestly, is probably The Suicide Squad. Um, and then number four is probably Batman Returns. And actually, no, number four is Batman Begins. Number five, Batman Returns. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, a couple of those are on there. Uh, I'm just trying to think if there are any movies that I would place in, like, I feel like some people might be mad that we're not putting in Superman movies, but to be perfectly honest, I don't really remember them. So uh, I've only seen the first one and it was a while ago. Right. Exactly. Um, and they're fun, but they're not like the, the limitations of the era like are just, they're right. not. On the they're very, right, very. right, right, right. Um, other DC movies. AC, if you have a list, I'm going to just pull up DC movies right now. Too. Yeah, go. Yeah, I'll go ahead. Um, I'm in agreement with Jake. I think The Dark Knight is the best film. The uh, And I think it's just, yeah, it's just amazing. Uh, second, I do have an animated film, The Flashpoint Paradox. Anybody who's a DC animated uh, fan. I don't think we could put, an- if you're putting animated in, then that, like, it, most of it would be animated. Let's do live, let's keep it live action. Keep it, all right, if we keep it in live yeah, action, yeah, yeah, yeah. good thing I, I, I have another another set here. So then I would put um, Dark Knight Rises actually second because I really, I really just, I really love the, okay. the, the, the second and third to that trilogy. is just really, really good films. You know, you guys know how I feel about Bane, the Bane voice. Um, <laughs> uh, the Bane voice is good. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, I will put the Suicide Squad uh in in the mix there uh i think it i just really enjoyed how much fun james gunn had with it uh for sure uh batman returns love that film really do danny devito michelle pfeiffer michael keaton what out of their fucking for? gourd like oh, i watched completely. the movie for the yeah. first time like a year ago they are danny devito and michelle pfeiffer are those are two like the top i would say top 10 best performances in superhero movies ever I, yeah that movie because the movie actually is a complete mess story-wise but like oh, yeah. no but, but so stuff, yeah they yeah. they absolutely they absolutely lift they lift the film um and also and, like tim burton just being his most tim burton yeah like yeah it's, it's a movie that like all of the like the visuals and the elements and stuff all like they distract you from the fact where it's like i actually there's actually no plot after with like an hour left to go <laughs> I, it's uh like such a pure vibes but fun time yeah. movie yes yeah. it is a vibes movie yeah yeah and um finally i'll i'll yeah i'll go with shazam i really took to it like okay, I, yeah, yeah. I, yeah yeah shazam i really took good. to it and i really enjoyed and the, it was a nice surprise of the of the multiple. Also, if you're pulling from DCEU, it's like no one's mad at that pick. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, like, yeah, I, I would say Shazam rounds out the five. Um, not that I would have it on there, but no one having like is is anyone feeling like Wonder Woman coming close to cracking a list? I've I feel of, like Wonder I've, Woman is like right outside that five. Like right yeah, outside okay. like yeah, six yeah, or yeah. seven. It's in six, it's yeah, it's in six through ten for sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, if we made this list right after I saw one of them the first time, I probably would say that. Agreed. But exactly. Yeah. That yeah. Wonder Woman just, 84 left such a sour taste in my it's mouth. It's not, honestly, not even, not <laughs> it's even not that 84. It's that actually wasn't it for me. I think it was just that, like, the. I, th- I think Wonder Woman <laughs> had a similar effect to, like, the Black Panthers and Captain Marvels that, like, we, you're really high on them early and then just. And then you realize that, oh, yeah. there's a lot yeah, of flaws. I, I think that, like, some of, even though I think that she's perfect for the part, I think that some of Gal Gadot's limitations as an actor um, really don't, like, a lot of the stuff at the end and stuff isn't sold for me. Like, we're not, we don't want right, to watch on the right. cube or whatever. It's just not a satisfying movie. Um, yeah. As it was when I first saw it. Um, yeah, honestly, my, my list is pretty close, if not the same as Jake's, just like different orders. But like in terms of films that I would put in there, like I think that's pretty much like what I would go with. Yeah. Oh, Just awesome. Constantine. Yeah. Stay tuned, guys, for the Patreon. It's coming. Secret um, episode. Yeah. Yeah. Secret episode. Yeah. I, I, I locked down my friend David. So he's going to come on. Uh, and I was, I was on a Zoom with Springthorpe and David and other people. And I asked David then, and Springthorpe was like, I cannot believe that there's going to be a podcast that has David Steele and Stephanie Williams on it. Anyway, it's going to be great. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh yeah. So, yeah. So, but, but yeah, that's pretty much it in terms of the mailbag that closes things out for us. And just to let programming note on the main feed, we will not be here next week, but uh, there will be a Patreon episode, uh, doom patrol visiting episode six. And just to recap, patreon.com slash MC university pod, where you can get, all of our extra bonus content. We have Amazing Spider-Man 2 coming out later this month. 
uh, which will lead us to No Way Home. And uh, yeah, we'll be doing uh, we'll be doing more DC related stuff. Jake mentioned Constantine. Yeah, I'll be on Halloween. the Doom Patrol beat. We'll react to Fandom next week. So mm-hmm. uh, for DC Fandom is a big event. The, the Batman trailer. Uh, look at mm-hmm. the Flash. A look at Black Adam. Just a lot of DC content this Saturday, and we will break it down for you next week. Uh, thank you for everybody for listening. Uh, before we go. Jerome Chang, where can we follow you, sir? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Black Dragon Roll and on Twitter at Jumbie Live. Awesome. And one Jake Christie, where can we follow you, sir? You can follow me at the Jake Christie to listen to No Fog and Shirley Monk and Roger Pereira and I talk about the Oyster Network original series Monk. Uh, you know, got like I've been saying, a few more episodes left. I'm really excited. because uh, I've at the end of the show. It's a show that I think sticks the landing, so I'm excited to rewatch and talk about it. Awesome. Awesome stuff. And you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony Canton underscore three. Follow the show on Twitter at MC University Pod. Thank you all for your support. Thank you for yeah, just uh, interacting with us generally. Rate, review, subscribe. You know the whole nine yards. And for Jerome Chang and Jay Christie, I'm Anthony Canton the third. This has been Marvel Cinematic University, and we will talk to you next time. <laughs>